Wait, we for sure have permission for this one, right? Always. Tegan and Sarah is my favorite band, probably, so I'd be... There's no way they would sue me. No, there's so much hype for this album. How could they, like... It's just free advertising. Every song is good. Every single song is a banger. It is. It's crazy. And it probably, you know, it's crazy as it... I don't know if that will get a lot of, like traction airplay wise or money wise for them or if it'll just be their fans that'll appreciate it i don't, well, know, I think how with that, the I don't release, know how shit gets promoted anymore with the release of the show i think they have a lot of people looking at them oh i think this high school show definitely is gonna help because people who don't know them it's a show on amazon you know what i mean so people watch it it was a good time to release like People are gonna get gravitate. They're gonna gravitate towards it just because they can do something more than just the show. Now they have all this other content, like all of their albums that they have, and now they have a new album. So the most interesting part to me is still gonna be the uh, Q and A, and I, from what I saw from like the one. Uh, show so far that they leaked some shit on YouTube. Like, it seemed like they were taking a couple acoustic requests at, oh, the, really? at the back, you know, at the pre-show backstage thing. Not just questions, but playing a few songs. So it's like, I gotta think of also, not just a question, but also possibly a song request. I gotta figure out if I'm gonna go to this as well, just so I can get you another question. They stopped selling the backstage thing already. They already did. Yeah, two weeks before the show, they said they stopped selling. Damn. So now they just have the tickets for the show. Damn it. Yeah. So. Bummed. Whatever, now you only have to spend 40 bucks and just go to the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of spending the 140 bucks. Yeah. But you get like five or six different things included in that. And your question and maybe song request. Well, eat some pizza for me. Because I heard it's a pizza party. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't heard this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a pizza party during the mic check. Are you saying that there's a possibility that I'm going to be eating pizza with Tegan and Sarah's mom? Possible. Yes. She's with them you on the tour. Cheese bread with <laughs> they with said her. they have a... Because I guess Tegan wasn't feeling good, so they have a... They said that their mom brought an unlimited supply of, like, cold medicine and stuff like that. Like, you know, mom. Hell yeah. Mom on tour with the twins, taking care of them when they're not feeling good. <laughs> Cry babies. Pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, they admit it, right? It's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. So, that's going to be uh, on the that's 11th. It's a uh, marathon of shows, you know what I mean? Go Go Bordello. Go Go Bordello is going to be on Saturday on the 5th. And then uh, Illuminati Hotties on the 10th. And then Tegan and Sarah on the 11th. Which is going to be sweet. Cool little run this next like week. Then there's something else coming up. I'm forgetting something here for sure. Um, for this I, month? I thought so. Uh oh, that's not good. Uh, maybe it's like the Iron Maidens I'm thinking of. But that's like, December first. Yeah, December first, and then yeah. 
there was something else that I was trying to convince uh, Thomas to go to, which oh, yeah. was uh, me first and the Gimme Gimmies at the oh. Ventura Theater. Which, oh, when's that? Are you familiar with them? They're mm-hmm. kind of, I think... No, I'm not. The dudes from, like, I think one of the guys from No Effects and one of the guys from Bad Religion. Like, they're all guys who are known musicians. Oh, okay, so it's like a little super group. It's a super group, and they only do covers. But, oh, okay. But, like, in what, late what? 90s, early 2000s, alt-punk style. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll cover, like... Uh, Songs from the 60s or 70s or 80s and then redo them in their style. So it's pretty badass. I've seen them before with the... They opened for the Violent Femmes and... uh, Oh, man. Why am I not remembering this? Uh, They're one of those bands that plays, like, Irish hard rock. Oh, like Dropkick? uh, Not Dropkick. The the other one. (laughs) Spot. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's gonna come to me in a minute. Anyways, you know who John, I'm talking John about, Show, right? no Google. Like, no, no Google's allowed. No cell phones. No uh, cell phones. <laughs> this is a no cell phone zone. Oh man, they play like drunken lullabies. Is one of the songs that they sing. Um, Gosh darn it. Anyways, someone will correct me. Eight oh five four seven seven eight three seven four. Call or text. Mm-hmm. Totally. But. That's uh, that's one of the things, you know, one of the bands that we saw opening, opening, like, when COVID kind of restrictions first dropped off and we were allowed to go to concerts again. So that was pretty sweet. Uh, but uh, Me First is going to play there. And I know that Surfboard had been opening for Me First at a bunch of dates that uh, I don't think you or I were able to get to, but um, unfortunately they're not opening up the show that we're going to go see. But we are going to go see Surfport headlining very soon. Uh, that was the other show, John. What was the other Surfport. show? Oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> How dare How dare we? <laughs> I'm sorry, Danny. <laughs> we just big star Surfport. <laughs> oh no, you didn't big star surfboard. There's no fucking way. No, surfboard big stars you. <laughs> yeah, you I got the other way around. There's no way. That was one of the funniest shows, John. Oh. Our first, my first surfboard experience. Oh, fuck. John so G funny. is like talking of. He's like, yeah, I got this. I got this friend, and, <laughs> right. and she's you know she's got this band, and <laughs> you know, and he showed me the music videos, and I was I was hooked. I was hooked. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely tagging along. Other people said they would tag along, but I did it. You know, like, it, we, sure. it was a Wait, which one? Was that the Halloween show? Yes, it was the Halloween oh, show. Man. And we we went and that saw so them. So and funny. And it was so funny because the whole time John's like, yeah, she's, like, super cool. And, like, you know, I know, Mil- <laughs> like, Miller. And he's telling me about, her, you know, Miller and everything. And, uh... <laughs> we see their show it's epic and then afterwards we see Danny in the crowd and and John like taps to Mary he's like okay look, we're going over there and I follow and John <laughs> you know what you do oh, but you sure. you go hey Danny what's up and <laughs> she does not recognize no, she didn't you remember at sure. all she's oh, just like so 
Hi. Like, it, What's it funny is the last time that so... we had seen them before that was, it was probably a year or two before that, but like we, Mary and I had hung out with her and like, she gave me like a record while we were talking and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, when we went back to that other show with you, she, you know, she meets a lot of people, dude. Come on. For seriously. sure. Of course. I didn't bother me at all. I just kind of thought it was funny. And then you guys <laughs> were fucking saying she big starred me after that. Oh yeah. It was so funny. But then we went to the, uh, the next time next we saw was like the Christmas show. Was that the Christmas show when, uh. More prepared well, for that one. Yeah, and at the Halloween show, remember we had saw there was two girls that were dressed up, yes, in cow outfits. Yes, the cows. And then when we went to the Christmas show, they were in the crowd again, but Same. of course they weren't dressed up as cows. I really hope we see them again. And you were like, show. "Those are the girls who were dressed up as cows." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go talk to them." You're like, "What? No!" I couldn't believe <laughs> By it. By the time you were like. Trying to stop me, I was already halfway there, and uh, definitely I talked to him for a little bit, and then you know I was like, "You were at the last at the surfboard show on Halloween, right?" And they were like, "Yeah, we were the ones dressed as cows." I was like, "Yeah, I thought so," <laughs> <laughs> but they were super cool. So I bet they probably will be at the LA show because they they seem like they go to the the local shows. But at that show on Christmas, you. Uh, caught Mrs. Claw or Danny's hat, her Santa Claus hat that she threw into the crowd right at I the did. end of the show, mm -hmm. and uh, and then we talked to her after the show. She obviously that time definitely recognized me and Mary, mm -hmm. and uh, you know we talked for a while, and then uh, when we went to the show, the next one in Vegas, you didn't go with us, but Mary and I went and. <laughs> We you saw a story from that one too. Oh, for sure. Like we went to the, we saw, um, we saw Alex and um, I think Nick uh, in the casino before across the street from the venue beforehand, and they were like playing the giant slot machine. Um, but they, you know. Uh, Alex for sure recognized me and Mary, like, gave us a hug in the casino and was, like, you know, basically thought it was cool that we came to Vegas to go to their show. And then, you know, we saw Danny, um, I think before the show and then after again. But during the show, I was, like, very close in the front row. It wasn't a very big place at all, you know, so... Very small little pit and stuff, but I was filming Danny throughout the show without realizing that uh, the light on my camera was on. So it was probably fucking spotlighting her throughout engaged. the show. <laughs> yeah, she pretty much stopped the show at one point and was like, oh, hey, I got my own personal photographer with the spotlight on me. And I was like, oh, my God. And Called out. Yeah, I got called out. I felt bad, but then I was like, you know, <laughs> you know, stupid ass John, normal shit. What and, else happened at that show, John? Oh no, what we talked about pit? that already. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, I don't even honestly remember. It was so light of a pit, and I wasn't in the pit. I was just in front of it. Right. So like, occasionally someone, you know, how you're when you're on the outskirts, 
occasionally someone just bumps into you. Yeah. Sometimes sure. someone slams into you at like at the, I think it was at the chat show. Oh, dude, the chat show. there were, or maybe it was at the Necrogoblicon show where that one kid started the pit, that kind of big kid, and he kept slamming into people, yeah, including sure. some smaller girls, pretty mm -hmm. hard. Where he tried, he definitely checked me a few times, pretty hard coming around. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you were kind of wanting to push him back a little harder because he was running into people hard. But, uh... Yeah. Nothing like that. It no. was just, like... Friendship. It was a bump. You know what I mean? Which like, is what happened light the Illuminati fucking, A light fucking bump. And then, uh... After the show, we talked to Danny again. And then, you know, she's got fans, got shit to do. And we were just... Mary and I were getting ready to leave, I think, and uh, this kid came up to me and he apologized for bumping into me during the show when the pit, which obviously, you know you're old going to a fucking show like that anyways, like you're at least twice the age of like the next oldest person there, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't stop me from going or wanting to go, it just like, it just makes it so people think you're, like, somebody's grandpa, I guess. <laughs> and uh, it was just embarrassing, dude, having someone apologize for bumping into you, like, lightly. You know what I mean? Like, I'm used to the old days of going to metal shows where people would fucking try to assassinate you. <laughs> you know? yeah. It barely bumped me. And... Oh, man. Right. So I'm going to try to avoid that, you know. I don't know how to avoid that kind of situation again. Maybe it's like hit someone really hard when they bump into you. You just need to go all out. In the pit. <laughs> just, go, just go arms flailing. Just, circle, just go arms and like throwing pit, kicks like those videos. We saw. Oh yeah. Oh my god. You just need to go full to 2011 on this pit. 2011. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So uh, you were telling me that as long like if you're you know because I was like man dudes are throwing like seriously throwing like fucking side kicks and front kicks like trying to <laughs> looks like trying to just knock people out um, yeah. and throwing like haymaker punches wildly <laughs> that if they connect on some random person's probably gonna fuck them up yeah but as you told me in those kind of shows that as long as you're not targeting someone directly oh yeah if you crack thing. them it's fine mm -hmm. as long as you weren't directing at, at them, to, you know, at their face or, at, you know, trying to directly yeah. hit them. If yeah. they walk into the line of fire, that's just what happens. In a weird, twisted sense, in my mind, I've always called it positive aggression. It's, we all wanted to get some steam out, but it's never targeted at someone specifically. We're all in that pit for the same reason. You get hit, you hit someone else, and... <laughs> You see someone get, you know, hit the ground, everyone stops and gets that person up. Oh, dude, I picked so many people up at the last... I don't know, remember which one. Maybe it was a, it was the Guar Necrogoblicon because the floor was slippery in that one part. That was a dangerous show. So when that. they people would come around on the circle pit, they were slipping in that one spot. Mm -hmm. And the people who were being dicks were getting pushed right at that spot. Because I was one of the people who was pushing them. <laughs> and a bunch of people ate shit. Like, a bunch of people. Um, but as soon as, like, someone would blast you and you'd push them back. And if they fell, yeah, 
then you just instantly grab their hand. You lean down, grab their hand, and someone else does, and you pick them right back up. You know what I mean? You're not trying to... No one's trying to hurt each other. Even the dudes who are actually slamming you pretty hard, they just want to have fun and have be in the pit. Just some of them get a little too aggressive towards, like... People like who are, are like me who are on the outskirts. I don't want to be in the pit because I don't want to get fucking hurt. But I don't mind if someone bumps into me, whatever. It doesn't bother me. I just don't want to like someone really go at me fucking hard. Yeah, I think I'm more. I'm not scared really anymore of like going into a full mosh pit when it's going. I, I definitely ever since like the whole Travis Scott concert incident. <laughs> Fuck. Like, I I myself, too, have just taken a notice to, like, getting in the middle of the squeeze and getting into the the part of the shows where you you have to be liquid with the crowd and you, you can't move from your spot. Everyone's kind of trapped. Right. And uh, you can't go against it for sure. You can't go against it. You have to go with it, it's and uh, crazy. it it gets gnarly. And for if you're not prepared to be in it, uh, I just want like, to be able to get out of it. I don't want to be there's, trapped. That's in it. if you're someone who gets like claustrophobic, it's it it's you're you're trapped. It's there's no way out other than really getting pulled up and crowd surfing out. <laughs> And if you're like me, there's no option. I would love to see you <laughs> fucking crowd surf. I can't believe how many, like, there's, when people see me up there that close, I'm usually the ladder up because of how, you know. I saw that, like, generally last time people wanted to fucking just climb to on ride top of you. Me. Yeah. To use you as a ladder to get up there and then start surfing the crowd. Yep. Is yep. that normal for you in the pit? Yeah, like, <laughs> I remember one of the earliest renditions of knowing that was going to be my role for the rest of my concert going <laughs> career was warp tour and i remember um it was a group of us guys it was like six of us but we would grab one person to six okay and you know we would launch. We would catapult launch these people into the into the thick crowd. They, we would we were launching people like fifteen feet forward. That's nuts. And uh, so, do you yeah. think still hit or no pit? Definitely Illuminati hotties. Friendship pit. Friendship pit. Yep. Slight pushes. A waltz. Well, hope so. Yeah, I, I can't wait to have a lot of fun at this concert. Like, it's just going to be a really good thing. Oh, man. The man. exact opposite of Gwar. <laughs> yeah. I don't think people are going to want to hurt you there. So polarizing, the music we listen to. Yeah, I mean, I listen to a lot of variety there. Um, so... When I really meant I listen to everything... I listen to everything. <laughs> I mean... It's hard. It's hard to find something I won't listen to. I'm not really that much of a genre person, I guess. I mean, I generally... Like, everything I listen to, I guess I would call... Has some base in rock music. 
Yes. You know what I mean? Like, punk is rock to me. Rock is rock. Classic rock. Like, this shit's rock to me. You know what I mean? Sure. Hip-hop's not necessarily rock. That's probably the only that and classical that I listen to. Okay. I don't really listen to much country, so... I, I do appreciate older country. I've, I've listened to newer country. See, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I don't know any of the newer, like, since probably the 70s or maybe 80s. Yeah. Like, the modern country that sounds, like, kind of rockish to me, I'm not familiar with. For sure. You know. Um, I'm, I probably know up to, like, Hank Williams Jr. After yeah. that, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Um, no Brad Paisley for you. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh man, speaking of not knowing about things. Me. <laughs> uh, no, or me. You. Not, like, I know some pop culture things in general. Like, I know a good amount about music, movies, books, and news and stuff like that, but there's definitely some large holes in there, like we were talking about today. How I've never you were you were talking about the new Avatar movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And that James Cameron. <laughs> I've never seen Avatar. <laughs> and then I'm surprised. It was kind of like a big thing for like 3D movies at the time, and like but then it was I, visually stunning. You for... guys were talking about how you guys uh, had a crush on Kate Winslet when you were young. And oh, wow, okay, so we're skipping a lot of the story there, okay. And then, uh, <laughs> I was like, well, I've never seen Titanic, so... Well, that's, okay, so you got the order of that raw. You mentioned that Or did you I know the other way yeah, first? You, oh, you, yeah, 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 come on. Okay, let's get the timeline. We jumped <laughs> to Kate Winslet from Avatar really quick. But they were both but, James Cameron movies. Yes, okay, so we, yeah, okay. It started with James Cameron movies, and then you started rattling off, you're like, I hadn't seen Jaws, and that was bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah no, you, I you started a bunch bullshit, of bullshit go, movies, like started, Star Wars, Jaws, yeah. Gone with the Wind, and shit like that. Oh, I The Exorcist, yeah, it was like, oh my god. I'm like, okay, no, those we, ones I've seen, but I really but, have never seen Titanic. But then you were like, no, I haven't seen Titanic, and that what that sprung the conversation, right? Of mm. me bringing up, like, I believe that as a young boy was the first boobs. HD <laughs> on the TV boobs I ever saw was Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, the scene. The drawing scene. I don't know that scene. And you don't know that scene. Right. And I only know the scene where he's like, I'm king of the world on the fucking bow of the ship. And what's crazy... Literally only scene I know. What's crazy is, is that there was another guy there, um, who I'll name nameless right now, but he's the same, he's around the same age as me. And he had the same experiences with Titanic that I kind of Exactly. Had, you guys where, were both talking about that. Where it was like, oh, wow, you're... Like, our parents were both like, wow, he really likes this movie. He really likes the Titanic. <laughs> but they fucking the were fucking blind. Titanic. They were blind to the, oh, well, there's a fucking nude scene in this movie. Yeah, they he just knows how to use the remote. Right <laughs> over their that heads. scene over and over. So, and then it would be like, I would go and tell my fucking friends in fucking, like, fourth, fifth grade. Hey, have you seen Titanic? <laughs> well, you should. Because... <laughs> Life changing, <laughs> and yeah, you know, I I feel like that's a common thing with 
guys our age. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Can you remember the first movie that you were that you saw, or like as a child, like not not necessarily a child, but like as a kid, as a young like, boy, I, I as a young really boy, remember, do you remember? Like, I have a feeling there's probably because back then the movie ratings and shit were different. Um, oh yeah. I have that. a feeling I probably saw a movie before with boobs in it, probably before I could really remember. Okay. You know what I mean? But the first one that I probably, like, I don't know, I was probably eight years old or something seeing Jaws, and in, like, the first opening scene, the girl who's really pretty is naked, and she takes her clothes off, runs down the beach, and she, like, swims out there and gets fucking eaten. That scene is so cool. It's a fucking scary scene, right? Well, she. Jaws again is, is one of those movies where, for its time, like it's perfect. You couldn't do it any better. Um, no, that movie made and me scared to go in the fucking water. It for made a while. so many people scared for but, a while. So, from my understanding, and I'm sure everyone already knows this too, but I just like sharing it. <laughs> is yes, that she had actual fear in her eyes for that scene because. Steven went underneath the water in his scuba gear without telling her. No fucking way. You didn't know. Uh, do you not know this? Yes. Okay. So I'm glad I can or, at least share it with you. Or is this another? This is seven thousand years ago story. It's not. <laughs> but um, we'll go into that another time. Yeah, we'll go into that another time. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he was underneath the water and he tugged her foot without telling her. And so that a first initial tug and her oh probably and, literally and scared her, the poop out of her and her quivering, that was real. She did not know that that was gonna be happening. And then um, for the remainder of that scene, you know, it shows her really getting thrashed around. Right, that she was prepared for, but she didn't know how she was gonna get thrashed because she was tied with ropes, and the, the guys were back on the beach and they were different directions directions. and so just that whole first attack scene (laughs) like i said that it's that and this music it sets the tone for the movie and then like every scary scene in the movie john williams score comes into play and it sets the tone for fear in you like you're already afraid from the music before anything happens yeah. you know what I mean great sports he also gets Star Wars so and I think close encounters yeah I've seen this movie so many times in my house growing up well my sister is kind of obsessed secretly obsessed but now I'm letting the secret out into like the monster movies not necessarily like king kong but jaws anaconda one like that lake placid any of those like have the mon- some basis possibly in reality not that lake placid does no, but i mean not, like like it's but like jaws like real it, animals not monsters it is no it's like a monster an- like she's into the monster animal movies Right. Specific, like yeah, all the like she'll watch any of the Jaws, even the even, even the bad like Jaws even, like, four or whatever. Yes, the cringy fucking, ones. What about the movie Orca? Are you familiar with that one? Where the I'm ki- not. the killer whale 
uh, chases down the boat throughout. Like I only know about Free Willy John. Oh man, <laughs> and I, Free Willy too. <laughs> I used to work with a dude named BB. BB. Yeah, his real name was Elvin, but we all called him BB because he was from Beale Street in Mississippi, just like BB uh, King. And uh, he's BB. BB. Uh, But he used to walk around. Sometimes he would look directly at you. He was an older gentleman. Very cool dude. Funny as fuck. But he would kind of, you know, this was in an era that wasn't as PC as the era we currently live in. Mm -hmm. Um, And he would kind of grab his crotch and he would say, you want a free willy? <laughs> oh my gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I miss uh, that guy. So that... True character. That kind of reminds me of Dick's <laughs> out for Harambe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were talking about earlier. When the kids were... Rest in peace, Harambe. Yep. I voted for you. Rest in power. Yeah, you did vote for Harambe. And who was the running mate for Harambe? Harambe for president, uh, Jesus for vice president. (laughs) There's my theory on that. It was that. (laughs) That was your last last presidential election? It seemed a better option, both of them. True, if we had them. (laughs) Well, I figured if they got enough votes, Jesus... God resurrects him because he's like, the people want you to be president of the United States, so I'm bringing you back for this. Jesus, he himself has the power to resurrect. He sees that Harambe won the vote for president. He brings Harambe back. Oh my But he also gives Harambe the power to speak. Yes. So, now we have a gorilla for president and Jesus as vice president. What could possibly go wrong at that point, John? Justin Roiland, if you're listening to this podcast, can you please make this a part of the Rick and Morty universe where Jesus comes back, resurrects Harambe, and Harambe and Jesus are president and vice president. I mean... Thank you. They'd probably get reelected as well. Because you're not going to vote against Jesus. (laughs) Then Jesus becomes president after Harambe's two terms. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now what go what happens from there? I'm not sure. He's I they, I don't know if he's like the South Park Jesus or like the Bible Jesus. Or the Wait, is there another one? There's how many renditions of Jesus have there been? Oh wait a minute. Is he this bears too many questions we can't go into. White <laughs> no. Jesus, black Jesus, Arab Jesus. Um Wait, when did Jesus become white? Uh, well, the Europeans, when they decided not to hate him anymore, I think. Like the Italians and everything, right? Someone was telling me, I can't remember if it was you or someone else was telling me that... uh, It was not me, I don't think. Because I would remember That Christians weren't allowed to read the Bible until Jesus became white, which was like... What? <laughs> yeah, I, they were. Someone was telling me this. You can fact check me. Anyone out there who's religious, tell me. Eight oh five four seven seven eight three seven four. That Jesus was symbolized as from that area of the Middle East, 
right. until a certain point in the church's history in Europe, then they whitewashed Jesus, made him, like, the depictions of him being a white man. Really? But up until that point, you were only allowed to be read the Bible in a church, like, individual people didn't have copies of the Bible to read on their own. And I don't know if any of this is true that I was told, and I can't fact check any of this shit right now because we're in a no Google, no phone situation. So uh, if anyone knows if any of that's true, let me know. But I don't know how I I wandered this far off topic, but uh, yeah, it seemed surprising to me as well that more that private ownership of the Bible wasn't allowed. Maybe the yeah. people like the European, the people at the head of the church maybe didn't want people to interpret it their own way. Well, I heard there's also been like, so I, like, I wasn't a part of this, con like, I know you said you had this conversation. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, um, I can't remember. The only thing like. I have to add to that is um, I was reading something recently of um, chapters and passages that were audited out of the Bible, but were written for the Bible. Have you ever seen, like, those texts? Well, I mean... I, I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but I know that, like, There's the some... most common version of the Bible that like we get, James. yeah, is the King James Bible, yeah. or, like, Gideon's Bible. Or Gideon's Bible. But, but those are, those aren't the Bible, per se. Those are European translations of the, I don't know what original language, if it was written in Hebrew or Arabic or it wasn't written in English, obviously, originally. And then Latin, right? Was Maybe in Latin. Just, was that also just uh, a translation, you know? I mean, if it was written in like Aramaic or Hebrew, then the Latin is a translation as well. And then the English would or other languages would be a translation from them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know what lost in this fucking saying lost in translation, it's the telephone game, you know, or also manipulated for whatever reasons the people who did the translation wanted. Yeah, I mean, who knows? You know, who knows who wrote it originally as well? I don't think there's any record of the original fucking paper to pen, pen, uh, pen to paper person. Or persons. I don't think it was written by one person. I think it was written by a series of people over time. Oh, it's a collection of it's a collection of, of texts. Um, it is. It's, and it's renditions from multiple people. And multiple translations, yeah. So yeah. it's really hard to Different say. Times. I've tried to read it before. I'm not a really religious person in any way, but just trying to read it as a book. It's, it's very, just a lot, there's a lot of mishmash gobbledygook in there, I'm, and a lot of stuff that's very open to interpretation. What's even harder, John, <laughs> for some, like, I've, I've read, you know, I haven't read cover to cover the Bible, you right. know, I've, I've done, you know, what I did growing up, uh, being raised Catholic, and, uh. You know, that was, like, my core of whatever growing up. But 
also in my adulthood of reading a little bit of the Bible. What's even harder is to like read uh, uh, I don't even know what I'm trying <laughs> What's harder to read than the Bible? The Mormon Bible. That's where I was going. What? Have you read that? Yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's where I was going. Uh, how, how did you... Why? Why? Yeah. Just because. <laughs> Just for fun? Yeah, because I needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> Is it all that you thought it would be? Or? It's it's really... It's, it's hard to read because of the way that Joseph Smith wrote it. It, it. There's a lot of words that I feel like, you know, in his translation of his tablets... It, it's very weird English. Um, oh, it's, I, it's, I don't doubt it. I've never it's, tried to read it's, that. It's, it's hard. 1800s, you know. It's hard to read um, from an outside perspective. That's what I was trying to get at. Um, yeah, because not wanting to involve, like, I, I never wanted to, like, fully jump in or involve myself in any other religion. I'm just very fascinated with other what other people read or believe in and in reading that free book, <laughs> you know, have I you read, ever read Dianetics? See, I haven't read Dianetics yet. <laughs> Has anyone ever tried to hand it to you? No, oh, okay. no. Um, if you walk down state street in Santa Barbara, they used to fucking try to pull you in there and get you to take their, whatever their test is to see if you're the mm-hmm. next, uh, L. Ron Hubbard and, you yeah. know, see where you're going to rank in the church if you go in. You know, he, they have... You'll he, rank high if you I tell me you have a lot of I believe it, but they have a new commercial. Really? And that... Is that Elron in it? No, that uh, Miscavige is, though. Wait, who is that? Dave, Dave, uh, the leader. Oh, is he the head yeah, of the... Yeah, the, the main leader, and, like, he says something like, um, you have to hear from our from our side, or something like that. <laughs> and it showed like a, a Scientology QR code. I, I'm not saying like that Scientology's I, not I, I real. Would not do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I am saying that. Come on. But it's it, I it's fascinating to me that an organization like that exists. I mean, people want something to believe in. From what I've heard about them, this applies greatly. Who locks up their wife? (laughs) I'm not saying this has anything to do with them. (laughs) I just really wanted to play Dick Lord. Mainly just because I love Dick Lord. We need to get Dick Lord to the States. I don't know how we can make that happen. They're from Australia. I don't think they've ever toured in the U.S., but if there's any bands out there that, like, need an opening band and you can get a band from Australia over here... Oh, man. Chats, next time you come here, please bring Dick Lord. Yeah, I mean, the chats could just put them in their suitcases or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know they know who they are, for sure. So, I mean, if you can bring... Jade, I believe, is the lead singer of Dick Lord. Super lead. There's a girl in the band who I'm thinking is the bass player, and her name is Mean. 
<laughs> awesome. So that alone to bring them over here. I mean, Dean and Gene want a punk opening band. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The first time I heard Dick Lord, I was like, I don't know how I've not heard this fucking fantastic band before. But yeah, ever since then, I can put that on all day. It soothes me like a sleep. <laughs> you know what's crazy though, dude, is like, like their videos only have slightly more views than we have listeners. No, that's pretty fucked up. They need more. I know. They need anyone that's listened to us. They need. They need a to go listen to Dick Lord Fuck and figure yeah. it out. Like, what is wrong with the world? Listen to some real music, guys. <laughs> Just I don't know, man. You can you can find a a video. Of just someone shaking their ass that has 72 million views. Mm -hmm. And then something good that has like literally like this song has 17,000 views from two years ago. You fingered me weird. You fingered me weird. You fingered How me is that weird, possible? You fingered me weird. This is definitely better than me weird, You fingered me weird. You fingered me weird. You fingered yeah. me weird. You fingered me Scratched weird. Scratched my side with weird. your fingernail? You fingered me weird. You fingered so me real. weird. You fingered me weird. You fingered me weird. I've been here. You fingered me fucking weird. You fingered me weird. You fingered me weird. File your nails. There's some basic manic here. <laughs> Don't leave any jagged edges. That was a little too graphic, one. Yeah, so, I mean, even if, if we ever made money as a podcast, I'm putting all of our money to fly Dick Lord over here. We'll just have a concert in the back yard. Our hundred fans can fit all in here. We'll have it in the parking lot of the Ventura Logistics. There is no parking lot. Wait, I guess we'll have to have more than 100 cans. We'll do it on the rooftop of the parking garage. Of the parking uh, tower. No, I'm saying how many people we can pack in the backyard here including the band. Oh my god. I don't think professional We'll hold like an auction for anyone who wants We'll to just have the show going on outside and we'll do a podcast yeah. at the same time. We'll do the podcast in here while the band's playing. Occasionally go out there or have them in here. This is the plan. I don't but know if that's going to work. We need a lot more people. Well, you know what, Dick Lord? Your people get with our people. Yeah, our people can be contacted at 805-477-8374. You might have to do an extension or something to get out of that. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, is it a, ours is just plus one? I don't know. Yeah, one eight zero five. I I don't know from wherever people call from what they have to do. Yep. But it's eight zero five. It's four seven seven eight three seven four. That's the real number. Text it. it. <laughs> don't call it. You can call or text it, but don't call after 3 a.m. 
Pacific time. Don't call it. Wow. You can call up to 3 a.m., but after 3 a.m., I won't be here. Call while he's sleeping, guys. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I don't even turn my phone off. Oh, my gosh. So, anything else you have, John? You know, John, I just can't wait to get some guests on here. Um, yeah, we were going to have a guest have... on today, but that kind of fell through. So, Unfortunately. Yeah, but it's all right. But, you know, um, besides getting people to call in, it's going to be nice getting some in-person interviews lined up. Got a couple people that we uh, know locally that have said yes already. Oh, for sure, yeah. And um, so we'll either have them in here or go to them. It doesn't matter. Does not matter. No. But um, oh, we're just what? happy, you know. Just we... before we go, though, one more thing. I did want to tell you about. Uh, I was gonna leave this out, but I think I'll just tell you anyways. You well, you already know about this, but so. Her, this has maybe happened to you. I don't know. You could have been on either end of this, but um, person I known for a while, haven't seen in a long time. Okay. But I see them now working around where I work, and uh, this what? person, you know, I say hi to you all the time, call them by their name. And the other day, I saw the person, you know, I was coming coming back from work, and I saw him outside, and he was like, hey, Brian, come here. And, uh... Brian? And that's what I thought, like, yeah. In my head, I didn't say anything, but in my head, I was like, I think that motherfucker just called me Brian. And uh, <laughs> I started laughing a little bit, you know. I walked over there, you know, and he's talking about, he just went on this trip, and telling me about his trip, all this stuff, and... I had to go, and I started walking away, and he's like, whoa, whoa, yo, Brian, wait, wait, wait. And uh, then I, I, that time I was like, okay, he 100% for sure called me Brian that time. And uh, so I, I didn't correct him or anything. I just listened to him, and then I went on, you know, about my day. And, uh, but I was thinking, like, I'm going to keep seeing this guy for a while, you know, and, I think I'm going to just never correct him and just let him keep calling me Brian. But what I need is for like, for you and my other coworkers, when they see him to call me Brian in front of him. <laughs> like I need you guys to reinforce to him that my name is for sure Brian. And uh, I'm going to try to play that out for a while how long how long are you to pull that off for until either me or him don't work there anymore or i die um <laughs> i thought you had a different plan than that <laughs> no no um but you're dead set on brian for the rest of your life now we have to really change the show now it's john and brian well Ugh, no, brian and john so wait there's Ugh. more to the plan though so after he's confirmed that I am Brian for sure, then what I'm going to try to do is get him to see me with another employee who's known me for a long time and call me Brian in front of that person who's not in on it. Oh. So that way that person 
questions why he's calling me Brian. Okay. Like, his name is fucking John. Why are you calling him Brian? And the fight ensues. No. Then what? I'm going to try to convince that person that I've known for a long time that he's right, that my name is Brian, and that he's been calling me John wrongly for all these years. But I never wanted to correct him. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so, like, a double reverse. You're in a Twilight Zone to shit out of someone. I was told by my boss not to do it to one of her employees already. <laughs> that, a weak mind. Yeah, that they might become a scrambled egg after that. Oh, shit. Don't I don't want to do, do that. So, I'm going to have to pick the right person uh, to confirm or to confuse that my name is actually... Brian. Oh, that's a lot to take in. It is, so. All right, Brian. <laughs> well, this is the Brian and John show. Signing out with some more Dick Lord. Coming to the smell of vision Coming to smell sound very soon. Later, Gators. I'm not gonna give you shit, I'm off the desk So think you never left, I'm off the